With COVID-19 still an ongoing concern, this winter's ag event season is going to be unlike most producers have ever experienced. How can you participate in the 2020 DTN Ag Summit right from your farm? That's today on Field Posts. It's a DTN Progressive Farmer podcast that dives deeper into the most important trends in agriculture to explore the business's cutting edge. I'm your host, Sarah Mock. For years, the DTN Ag Summit has been a keystone event for the U.S.'s most progressive farmers, a gathering of hundreds of producers in person in Chicago the first week of December. This year, in-person gatherings are not possible, but DTN hasn't missed a beat. The 2020 summit is going virtual, offering all the business and marketing advice, farmer-to-farmer networking, and hearing from America's top young farmers and ranchers that you love, but now accessible right from your home computer or smartphone. DTN's Katie Dellinger has all the details of what's included in your $99 all-access pass right after this word from our sponsor. This episode of Field Post is brought to you by DTN Ag Marketplace. Marketing is a year-round business, but it's not your only job, especially this time of year. As you focus on fieldwork, monitor your opportunities, and easily make an offer with help from the newly enhanced free DTN Ag Marketplace app. DTN Ag Marketplace facilitates end-to-end grain sales on your schedule. From your smartphone or mobile device, you can easily connect to local agribusinesses to view current cash bids and futures to sell your grain. Need more accountability in your marketing program? The app lets you set goals and monitor progress, as well as enter and track inventory. Confidently market your crops with DTN Ag Marketplace. Download it today for free on the App Store. And now, back to the show. DTN Farm Business Editor Katie Dellinger is part of the team that's taking the DTN Ag Summit digital this year. Katie, we're used to an in-person summit every year in Chicago, first week of December. You know, this is going to be virtual. Give us the highlight of what that will mean uh, for the summit this year. So our, I think the real highlight and the what we chose this theme a long time ago, but I think 2020 really just backs it up. It's farm strong strategies to build resilience. And you think about everything 2020 has thrown at not just farmers, but us all as people. And resilience is really the word that sticks out in my head. Um, the markets have gone up and down and back and forth. You know, the weather has been absolutely wild and devastating in some places and in a, a lot of different ways. And you look at, you know, what it takes to be a farmer in America today. And all of this is not new to them. This is something that farmers, you know, they they weather hardships in the unique way farmers have have to because they don't get to set the price of their product and they are subject to weather and all of these other focuses. So I think farmers are some of the most resilient people I have ever met. And it's really that adversity, that test of, 
you know, how people react. Um, I like to tell people, and it's, it's really true, resilience is not a personality trait. It's not something innate to that some people have and some people don't more than others. Resilience is something that you can build and that you build through your choices and how you react to the hard things that happen. And so when we were really sitting down to think about Ag Summit for 2020, we, we focused on this idea of resilience and farm strong. And it's really about, you know, making sure you are as much Teflon as you can be. How do you, you know, say, okay, this really crazy pan global pandemic has disrupted so many things about the business, but how do I go about my business in a way that I'm still succeeding and achieving my goals. And so, you know, the, the idea of resilience really um, flows through our entire agenda. And I think it's going to make for a really good event for farmers since they are already resilient. It's something that you can always work on and get better. And so we've got keynote speakers that really speak to that idea. We've got breakout sessions that give some really concrete sort of niche things to think about. We have a great amount of discussion of technology, which is something that, you know, is a part of this resilience and sort of the way forward in agriculture, it seems. Um, we've got a great focus on young farmers and the next generation, um, because a lot of those are coming into the industry without as much equity, and they've got to make sure they are smart on their feet and ready, um, because this is the type of an environment that can erode that type of equity quickly and be a little more dangerous for young farmers. However, we think we've got a great um, representation on our agenda to sort of give them ideas and advice and how to grow and maybe how to use some of this adversity as an advantage um, going forward. And then that we always have our, our market and weather outlooks, which, you know, are something that farmers really look forward to when they come to a DTN Ag Summit. Uh, I love the idea of turning adversity into advantage, especially because I think that's something we, we don't talk about enough. But let's start with Diving a little deeper on that agenda, you know, I think anyone who's been to Summit before knows kind of the the broad layout. There's kind of an opening speaker. There's, you know, a couple of days of of big kind of business focused speakers and then breakout sessions. Is that th how the agenda is going to look virtually? Uh, who are and, and give us a little insight if you can on uh, who those some of those speakers might be. So our, we had to sort of adjust our agenda format for the virtual environment. You can't really expect people, especially farmers, to be sitting in front of a computer from eight to five like they might be if they were in person in Chicago at the Ag Summit. So what we decided to do instead was to do about three half days of content. We have a little bit more on some days and a little bit less um, just based on what we've got um, to feature. And so we've got a lot of those same types of breakouts. We've got a couple of business and motivational speakers. We have um, some really good tech speakers. We've got our breakouts. So we're still covering all those basic bases. Um, we're just doing it in sort of a, a little bit of a shorter time frame, just half days. Um, we're starting bright and early, seven o'clock with our, our breakfast um, networking discussions, and then sort of going until about lunchtime. We do have a few optional um, items on the agenda for people who have a little bit more time or, or 
we'll be able to come back and watch them later. That's one of the great things about the virtual format is that we can do um, some replays and some things on demand and our content will be available for anyone to sort of, you know, if they miss something, they can always go back and watch it later for up to about 30 days after the Ag Summit. So there's really, you know, if you want to see two breakout sessions happening at the same time, you can do that. You just need to go back and watch it later. So it's one of the advantages of doing Ag Summit in this virtual format. I have to dig a little deeper on that that networking question because I think, you know, for me personally, having been to a couple of summits and then, you know, hearing from farmers, I think networking is such an important part of this experience, especially just, you know, being to reconnect with farmers. Maybe you've met at past events um, or don't get to see very often. You know, how is networking still going to be a part of the virtual summit? So what we're doing is we're starting out Tuesday and Wednesday with our, what we've always called as our breakfast roundtables at the in-person event. Um, what that is in person is, you know, you go through a breakfast buffet, get your plate, and then we have subjects assigned to different tables and we have different experts or um, DTN staff members assigned to those tables to sort of facilitate a discussion. And these are something farmers really have enjoyed. And what we're doing this year is we have a smaller number of them, but we're hosting them all virtually. So we're encouraging people to show up with their cup of coffee and their breakfast and, and to sit down at tables either to discuss, you know, land or rent trends, what's going on in, in the ag policy realm, um, what's happening in banking. We have a number of different topics um, on for, for folks to choose from, including, you know, getting to know some of our um, farmers that you read about in the Progressive Farmer and DTN pages every year or all the time. So there's just lots of options there. And we just encourage everyone to, to, to come to those and to talk, because I think that's really one of the things farmers miss in this virtual environment. It's getting that, that sort of coffee shop with people who don't live in their immediate area. They can ask questions and they can really dig into some of the topics that they can't ask their neighbor because their neighbor is often their competitor. And so you don't want to give all that away. But yet, if you can ask a farmer from another state um, who's not in your basis draw area, you can get a lot of benefit from that. So there are a lot of different options, even outside of those breakfast roundtables to network with other attendees. Um, we've got a lot of great interaction capabilities in our trade show floor. Um, and even throughout some of our speakers, most of our speakers, um, our big name speakers will be doing live Q and A's. Um, there's always going to be chat functions there and we will be able to get answers that way as well. So there's just a lot of really good opportunities to engage um, in conversation throughout the DTN Ag Summit platform. And that's really something that we are trying to make front and center about what makes this program different than other virtual events out there. Talk to me about things that are going to be new and different. I think especially um, how, you know, uh, promoting that engagement, getting folks engaged, you know, what is going to be really different about the way that people experience um, some of this year? So I think what we're really trying to do is sort of make sure everyone gets everything they want out of the Ag Summit. There are some people that come to events and really want content and they take great notes and then they run off to the races and they do great things with it. There are other people that, you know, maybe watch to raise questions or to think about something differently. And we're hoping we provide that as well. And so with, with this technology, we're really able to 
to help guide people to the experience they want. Um, some people kind of have been describing it as sort of a create your own adventure. You can you can choose what you want to do here. We also are going to have um, sort of a, a point system for engagement because there are some people who feel um, rewarded by things like, okay, I've been to so many presentations, I get a certain number of points. And then at the end of the day, we're going to have a, a um, have some prizes and some awards around that. So there are different ways to, we're, we're sort of incentivizing or encouraging people to engage in the ag platform um, just to make it something that they are truly getting the most value out of and something that they are also going to enjoy and, you know, maybe, you know, encourage them to actually come to Chicago or, or come to the next Ag Summit when we're able to have it in person uh, because their virtual experience was so good. That's the other upside, Sarah, is that we we really get a chance to maybe interact and bring on board some farmers that maybe haven't come to our summit in the past, either because harvest was too late, they never were able to make it to Chicago, or because Chicago is just further away than they were willing to travel. So there's just a whole lot of like really exciting upsides to doing a virtual Ag Summit this year. Absolutely. A whole new world potentially opening up. But um, I want to ask, you know, there's so many exciting things that are happening kind of in a different way. But, you know, one of the old, one of the standbys that people love, I think, about Ag Summit is the the awarding of the National Young Farmers Awards. Is that still happening? Give us an update on, um, you know, announcements that are going to be happening happening at Ag Summit. Right. We've got, we've had to rethink some of that. And what we're actually doing with our young farmers this year is going to be, it's one of the highlights of the agenda. I'm very, very excited about it. We are actually, uh, because of social distancing and the trouble of getting large groups together, um, we are actually bringing all of our young farmer and rancher award winners um, to Nashville. And we're going to be pre-recording a panel discussion with them that will be a part of Tuesday's agenda. Um, so it gives us as DTN a chance to sort of reward our winners in the way um, historically we have. Coming to Ag Summit was was a big part of, you know, that the America's Best Young Farmers and Ranchers Award that we do. And so instead of them going to Chicago, we're going to have a small gathering in, in Nashville um, just to, to visit with those farmers and to really put together a, a good panel um, discussion that we hope has a lot of value for everyone tuning in, talking about the business issues and challenges that, you know, not just young farmers face, but all farmers face, because, you know, it's, it's always been um, a very interesting part of our agenda. And then we also, you know, typically with an Ag Summit, we have a Sunday session that's called our, our Young Farmer Workshop, and we are continuing that in our agenda this year. That'll be Tuesday afternoon. While we, we, we sort of peg it as optional for folks that would like to attend, it is open to everyone. We've got great um, presentation set up for that one. Um, Lance Woodbury, who's one of our columnists, is going to be speaking on how to build a lasting relationship, not just with your business partners, trust advisors, input suppliers, everyone. It's really, um, you know, relationships are a driver in agriculture. And, you know, regardless of your age, um, Lance always puts on a fantastic, um, thought-provoking discussion. We're going to be following that up with uh, Reed and Heather Thompson. They are farmers in central Illinois um, who 
Reed decided to return to the farm, um, left a full-time job while his wife still works full-time. And their, their, their um, segment is me called coming home when the house is already full and sort of how they have found extra margin, found ways to create extra income, some of the succession planning um, challenges and they, they've gone through to make sure they have a place in their farm um, for the future. And then we've got one of our rural roots bloggers for um, Progressive Farmer, uh, Meredith Bernard. She's not from a farm background, but when she got married, she became a part of the family farm. And she's going to be talking about how the old way isn't the only way. Um, it's a really good way to discuss, you know, those non-farm background family members that are a part of the business and a you know, that different perspective, how that all works. I think we've got between those three sessions, that Young Farmer Workshop is going to be one of the most, I, I would say the most interesting, thought-provoking, like real life, take home, apply it, learning from other people's experiences, the types of things you expect from an Ag Summit. Um, I think we're really going to have a, a good block of content right there. I want to ask as well, I think one of the other standbys of, of the traditional Ag Summit was just being able to go um, both to those kind of mornings, um, mini sessions, and then also to be able to just walk around the trade show and and learn from partners and maybe drop in on folks who, uh, you know, you work with, but maybe don't get to see all the time. How are participants going to be able to interact with, um, with tra the trade show folks? You know, that's one thing we're really excited about with the virtual platform we've chosen is that it's there's going to be a really smooth layout. You're going to be able to see where everything is. And when you go into a virtual booth, you'll have the ability to chat and, and maybe even go into a separate um, video Zoom room one on one with whoever is manning it. So you really are going to get some of that face to face time in our virtual trade show booth. Um, all of those booths will also have, there'll be some some special pieces of content in there that you can only find in the trade show. Um, historically, our, our sponsors have always done a Monday morning profit session where they've, they've sort of given a little insight um, you know, most of them provide really good content or, or thoughts for their producers on different topics. And so there will be some exclusive videos in that trade show booth that you won't be able to find elsewhere on the platform other than going and, and visiting and checking in with, with all of those individual people. So we've got a great lineup of sponsors this year. And I'm really excited to see what they put what they put in that in those spaces. It's going to be um, one of my favorite things to to look at a little bit of surprise, kind of like Christmas opening the box and seeing what kind of um, videos and content they've got available for all the farmers that come to visit. I want to ask too for folks who are thinking, you know, this is great, excited to, to be part of Summit, especially now that it's virtual. What do they need to do in advance? Do they need to have technology tools set up? Do they need to have a camera? Do they need to have a microphone? Like, is there limitations on hardware for being able to participate? You know, what? that's another one of the great things about our platform is that it is web friendly. So you can use it on your computer. You can use it on your phone. Um, it runs off of a web-based platform. So as long as you have the internet, it should work. It also will if you were in a place where you don't get a lot of bandwidth, the, the video will throttle down so that it fits um, your abilities on your internet connection. So you don't have to worry about, you know, a video freezing 
um, because you don't have enough juice to get it there. So it's a really adaptive platform in sort of the technical way. Um, we do encourage everyone who has a camera to use it. Um, it just is one of those things when you see someone's face, um, it's a lot easier to, you know, sometimes you can recognize faces and not names. And that's one way um, to do that and sort of build that a little bit of that in-person feeling even when you're not in person. Um, it's certainly not required. Um, it's just something that is a is a nice to have, especially for some of those things like the breakfast round tables or when you are visiting the trade show booth and, and want to have a conversation with someone. And is there anything that folks need to do in advance as far as signing up? Where can they do that? Um, what do any way that they, you know, are there going to be conversations going on in advance or, or any way to, to participate or um, kind of engage on social media? Yeah, the, the way to register is through dtmagsummit.com. And that'll get you everything you needed to get set up and ready to go. We're going to actually have the platform live for a few weeks, two weeks ahead of the Ag Summit. So people can go in, poke around, get comfortable with the layout so that when the when, when our show actually is going, they know um, where to go at different times and they can really get a good feel of the agenda and what, what they want to see and when they want to do it. Um, we're also going to have a lot of fun things on social media. I don't want to give away too much yet. Um, just make sure you're following the DTNPF um, hash or, or handle on Twitter and as well on Facebook. We'll have a lot of great things going up on those two platforms throughout the event as well. It's going to be a, a a big event, a very different event than uh, we've seen in the past. Is there any news that you think is going to be coming out of the, the event this year? I mean, I'm thinking particularly of kind of those weather and markets um, speeches. I mean, I'm sure they're still coming together and, and will be until the very last minute. But are you are you expecting those to be, you know, I think they're always, you know, kind of must see parts of the event, but uh, give us a little preview if you can. Absolutely. I think um, Bryce Anderson, our senior ag meteorologist, meteorologist and Todd Holtman, our lead, lead analyst, um, their presentations are always highly anticipated. You know, it's, I don't even know what they're going to say yet about their 2020 outlooks and forecasts, but I know that Bryce has a really good suite of tools that he gets to look at that not many other ag meteorologists have because DTN has an entire unit on weather. Like we do so much global weather forecasting and some really unique models and our company's made some some good acquisitions in that space that we've got some long range forecasting capabilities that other people just don't have. So I would definitely be on the lookout for that in, in Bryce's speech. And then I know with everything going on in the soybean market these days, um, with the dryness in Brazil, some of the things that have happened on the supply and price side that Todd Holtman's presentation is going to have a lot of attention as well. We're also going to be bringing in and introducing our audience to Shaylee Stewart, who is a, a newer member of our team. She's been around for um, almost a year now, I would say, not quite, um, but this will be sort of her first big speaking engagement in front of our audience to talk about what's happening in the livestock markets. And then sort of outside of the DTN experts, I really want to highlight a section of our agenda that's Monday morning. I think it's going to be one of the best conversations about technology and agriculture that's out there. Um, the Progressive Farmer has done a Reader Insight Awards where they've done this meticulous survey and studying of all the different tractors and combines and machinery that's out there. And so we're going to be hosting a discussion with, 
with the winners of that category, the equipment manufacturers, about the, the future of ag tech, what's coming to the machinery side, and what, how does that pay off for farmers and smarter and more productive decisions. That's going to be followed up by Dr. Ranveer Chandra from Microsoft, and he's going to be talking about how the cloud and artificial intelligence can sort of reimagine the food chain, how it's going to make agriculture more data-driven um, and really sort of change the future of, of technology on the farm. Um, might even get into some of the, the issues of white space and the, the internet of things and how do you really bring good internet to farms. I think it's going to be a good, a good look at what this company that is sort of ubiquitous in our world, I mean, most that, you know, unless you have an Apple computer, you're running Microsoft, um, you know, this this company that consumers are all very familiar with and sort of how that's going to move into the agriculture space. And then we're going to follow that up with a with a panel discussion about how farmers can leverage data to improve their resilience today. And we're going to be talking about with three different groups about what's actually happening now. We're going to be including Grow Intelligence, who is our, our partner for the Digital Yield Tour. Um, Indigo is going to be speaking about um, their, their work with Budweiser and how they sustainably source rice and some of the data that they use to back that up. And then we're going to be talking with ClearAg, which is a recent DTN acquisition on some of the weather and agronomy insights they're really getting into with the data side. So I think between the Reader Insights panel, Dr. Ramvir Chandra, and then our discussion with ClearAg Indigo and Grow, we've got a panel on technology and data that you are not going to find in any other event. And I am super excited to hear what comes out of that, because I think that's um, going to be one of the most top-notch discussions out there. I also think we've got some of the best motivational and business keynotes that farmers are going to hear this winter. Um, last year at Ag Summit, David Horsager spoke on, on trust, and it really resonated with our audience. So he has agreed to come back and expound on that a little bit more. We've also got John Gordon, who's going to speak to the power of positive leadership. And I think that really plays into the idea of resilience. You know, one of the things, one of my personal mantras is you can't control everything that happens to you, but you can control your attitude about it. And so I think that really speaks to the power of positivity and power positive leadership. He, he argues that, you know, that positivity like resilience is not a personality trait. It is something that you can work on and improve. And in this environment of adversity, that can be a really powerful motivator for farm, not just farmers, but for their teams, for their business partners. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to see what he has to say and share with our audience at the SAG Summit. I mean, I just can't speak enough about how excited I am about this agenda this year, Sarah. I think it's going to be um, thought-provoking, it's going to be inspiring, it's going to be motivational, um, but I think it's also going to help farmers um, make good decisions going into 2021. And let's hope that, you know, the the macro environment, the, the, the world around us is um, a little bit nicer to us in 2021, but we never know what Mother Nature is going to throw at us. We never know what the markets are going to do. And so I'm just really excited to see um, what all of our presentations have to say. We've got a, just a great lineup this year. You can learn more and sign up for the Ag Summit at dtnagsummit.com. The conference begins at 1 p.m. on Monday, December 7th, and will conclude on Wednesday, December 9th. 
This episode of Field Post was brought to you by the team at DTN Progressive Farmer, with special thanks to Katie Dellinger. This episode was produced and edited by me, Sarah Mock, with support by Greg Hillier and Kylie Swanson. And a big thanks to all of you for listening. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And until then, remember, the future of farming is here. This episode is brought to you by DTN Haytimer. Hay and forage quality isn't just about yield. It also relies on the perfect weather window to ensure a good crop. Use DTN Haytimer, part of MyDTN, to quickly assess risk by viewing maps specifically designed to show circumstances affecting hay quality. Pennsylvania producer David Graybill said, quote, Other weather forecasts were not accurate enough. As DTN Haytimer shows, it takes the right combination of drying to preserve the crop. I would guess we lost three to four times the value in crops that it would cost us to keep our DTN subscription for the year. DTN Haytimer is part of the MyDTN platform. Visit mydtn.com to start a free 14-day trial.